Recording in progress. Did you hear that? Yes. Did you hear a voice? Did you hear a voice that said recording in progress? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay. Today is a very special day for St. Patrick's Day. I have my wonderful guest, Michelle. And uh, so, Michelle, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Michelle. And (laughs) how do we know each other? We know each other from doing uh, what we're doing right now at um, for SDS Radio at San Diego City College. Where we were infamous and great. We had quite a reputation for our show. But anyway, okay, so today is St. Patrick's Day. And so we're doing a thing for a special. And um, I thought I'd start out with talking about the history of St. Patrick's Day. You are listening to The Dave Fremlin Show to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super duper uh, long time yeah. to Um And so I, anyways, I, and now tonight I'm going to not give you some information. Yay. A doctor. Um, which I forgot what it is. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay. I guess we'll, we'll see what happens, right? Do you know the history of St. Patrick's Day, Michelle? No, can you tell me, Dave? Well, I'm going to tell you what I thought the history of St. Patrick's Day was, and then I'll tell you what it really is. Okay. okay. I, for my whole life, always thought that St. Patrick's Day was because St. Patrick chased the snakes out of Ireland. Did you ever <laughs> hear this? Did you ever hear this thing? Never heard it. If you would have talked to me a year ago or two years ago or three years ago or whenever, and you would have said, what is St. Patrick's Day celebrating? I would have said it was celebrating the day that St. Patrick drove the snakes out of Ireland. <laughs> but that's not really what it is. It's not. I looked it up today for the first time ever. St. Patrick's Day is St. Patrick was an actual saint. Okay. okay. Here's what here's what the real thing is about St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. I thought literally I thought it was about like a mythical like you remember the Pied Piper drove this the rats out of Hamlin. Remember the yes. Piper? And I thought that St. Patrick drove the snakes out of Ireland, but no, it's not what happened. Okay, so here it is. St. Patrick's Day. This is from history.com, you know, like history channel. So I guess it's part of National Geographic. Okay, St. Patrick's Day is celebrated annually on March 17th. It's the anniversary of the death of St. Patrick in the fifth century. St. Patrick's Day. 2022 will take place on Thursday, March 17th, today. Mm. All right. This is a religious holiday for over 1,000 years. On St. Patrick's Day, which falls during the Christian season of Lent, Irish families would traditionally attend church in the morning and celebrate in the afternoon. Lenten prohibitions against the consumption of meat were waived, and people would dance, drink, and feast on the traditional meal of Irish bacon and cabbage. Okay, so that's the history. Who's St. Patrick? Not the guy that drove the snakes out of Ireland. (laughs) All right. Here he is. Here he is. St. Patrick, who lived during the fifth century, is the patron saint of Ireland and its national apostle. Born in Roman Britain, he was kidnapped and brought to Ireland as a slave at the age of 16. He later escaped but returned to Ireland and was credited with bringing Christianity to its people not driving the snakes out. Okay, and this is the last thing I'm going to read. In the centuries following St. Patrick's death, 
believed to have been on March 17th, 461, the mythology surrounding his life became ever more ingrained in the Irish culture. Perhaps the most well-known legend of St. Patrick is that he explained the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, using the three leaves of a native Irish clover, the shamrock. So that is where I'm not even going to read any more of this. I got one more section about leprechauns, but that's basically, I got every single thing about St. Patrick's day wrong because (laughs) I thought it was because St. Patrick drove the snakes out of Ireland. And instead he brought Christianity and the Holy Trinity to Ireland using the three leafed clover. Uh-huh. And so that doesn't explain why the four leaf clover is the lucky one, but I'm yeah, not going to go into that rabbit hole today. <laughs> Cause why, if, 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 if the three leaf clover represents the Holy Trinity, why is the four leaf clover the lucky one? Right. Seems like it would be unlucky. Anyway. No, the three leaf clover is the lucky one, isn't it? I think when you find a four leaf clover is when you're lucky. Oh, four leaf clover. Yeah. Well, then, um, I don't know. I'm not good. That's for another, that's for next St. Patrick's day. Okay. For this St. Patrick's day, I'm going to do one more thing and then we can just talk about whatever you want. Okay. The last thing is about leprechauns. (coughs) Sorry. Do you know what about leprechauns? Do you know anything about leprechauns? Um, they're little creatures that walk around and dance around and is it racist to talk about leprechauns i don't think so okay here what do leprechauns have to do with saint patrick's day want to know it's only one paragraph one icon of the irish holiday is the leprechaun and i happen to love leprechauns myself the original irish name for these figures of folklore is lobecron meaning a small bodied fellow belief in leprechauns probably stems from celtic belief in fairies tiny men and women who could use their magical powers to serve good and evil and evil. Now, do you want to know why I love leprechauns so much? Ready for this? Remember that I'm a tap dancer. Yes. Okay. It's very important. In Celtic folktales, leprechauns were cranky souls responsible for mending the shoes of the other fairies. So tap dancers love leprechauns because tap dancers go through shoes quite rapidly okay and the leprechauns are responsible for the mending shoes though only minor figures in celtic folklore leprechauns were known for their trickery which often they use to protect their much fabled treasure the pot of gold leprechauns have their own holiday on may 13th but are also celebrated on saint patrick's with many dressing up as the tiny wily fairies the end that's from the history channel (laughs) (laughs) I got it all wrong. I had it all wrong. I had it all wrong. But, uh, you know, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. I did. I had no clue that was that was even it right there, you know. But um, where did you get that from, Google? I got that from HistoryChannel.com. Oh, HistoryChannel.com. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. even better. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what do you think about St. Patrick's Day? What's your typical thing? Do you celebrate it? Do you not celebrate it? Well, back in the day, we used to to, to uh, do the uh, you know the uh, 
green beer. And, you know, I was uh, talking to a woman about this and she said, you know, that's an insult to me. And I'm Irish, you really? know, and green beer, green beer. At McDonald's used to make a mint shake. Really? Yeah, they used to. They used to make a mint shake for uh, St. Patrick's Day. She never explained it. She didn't because we didn't have time because we were taking the bus. But she told me, she said, yeah, that's actually an insult. Green beer is actually an insult to me. And I'm Irish. Well, I said, I, said, I don't even know why. You know? I know plenty of Irish people have never been insulted by beer of any color. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose somebody could choose to be insulted if they want, you know? Yeah. Um. So that was that about St. I don't have anything else to talk about on St. Patrick's Day. Hey, you know what else is St. Patrick's Day? A really important day. A day I can what? never, I'm not allowed to ever forget. What? My girlfriend's birthday. Oh. Today's, yeah, sweet. today's her birthday. So. Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah, I'll tell her that. Well, she'll hear this podcast later. Okay. I'm required by law to send all of my podcasts initially to her for approval. What's her name? Tina. Tina, happy birthday, Tina. Uh, there you go. Happy birthday, Tina. That was a special shout out. Don't be embarrassed. And what I have to say about St. Patrick's Day is don't drink and drive and be safe. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day is a day for car accidents. Be careful. Uh, yeah. You, you know, I just got a job at Spencer's. What's Spencer's? Spencer's is, okay, you know the Halloween store, Spirit Halloween, that on, in October they sell Halloween stuff? Uh-huh. Spencer's is the mother, the mother store for Spirit Halloween, and they're like a gift and novelty shop. They have them in San Diego. You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show on Podbean. Okay. There's one in Mission Valley. I think there's a couple in El Cajon. Anyway, I got a job at Spencer's part-time retail. All right. And they have, thanks. And, the, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like an edgy version of Party City. You know, I, I don't want to compare. I don't want to, because, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not comparing apples to oranges. But if you had to ask me the type of store that it is, it's like an adult version of Party City. You know, there's like uh. a totally, there's like a totally adult section. And then there's like novelty gifts. They have like drinking games and shot glasses and. The adult sort of party city. You know, oh, energy. nice. Yeah. Anyways, I got a job there part time and they have a section for St. Patrick's Day. I, oh. I'm not I'm not Irish. I'm not Irish. So I don't normally. And what I'm kind not, of. What I'm, kind not of Irish, thing? I'm not Irish and I don't drink, but I just love parties of any kind, you know. So what kind of things can we find for St. Patrick's Day there? Well, you could find colorful beads of gold and green that have charms on them. Because, you know, it's supposed to be about lucky charms. Always yeah. after me, lucky charms. <laughs> anyway, um, and you could find like Jersey shirts in green that have funny sayings on them, like get lucky. And you can find um, T-shirts and like uh, you could find for women, you could find like um, brassiere shirts that have clover leaves over the toppers. Uh, okay. And you could have... Um, and for and you can find like um, like uh, like dolphin style shorts or what do you call it like gym shorts that have like green shamrocks on them, oh. and you can find the shamrock shaped 
sun party glasses and little bags of gold coins. Nice. And when do you guys close today? Today we close at eight. 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 Okay. Eight. So anybody today, to today, if you shop at Spencer's, you get buy one item, get the second item 50% off. All right. And they're not paying me to do this. I just happen to get a job there part-time. And since I'm doing a podcast as well. Okay. Anyways, and by tomorrow, all this stuff will be off the shelf. So go there today. <laughs> okay. So Michelle, tell me about what's happening with you. What's happening with the world. Oh my God. Well, you know, they, you know how big I am, you know, with um, those rock bands, you know, when I was on SDS radio, I used to play Motley Crue and all that. Well, you know, there's August 28th, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison and Joan Jett are going to be playing, right? Yeah. And you know that they just took off, took, they, they just announced the no mask mandate. Yeah. What a way to kill a bunch of Motley Crue fans, you know? <laughs> I was, I, I panicked. I said, oh my God, everybody's going to go there. They're not going to wear their masks. They're going to think everything's okay. And like all those fans, I can just hear it. You, you know, know, that I can just, you know, that they have not been masks in Florida for the whole time and nobody has gotten any problems from it. I, I believe it. But there's so much fluctuation in San Diego, you yeah. know, people coming in and out of the yeah. city, you know. Well, that... I, I understand your I'm not going to, you know, like it's a yeah. very big difference between the mentality in Florida and the mentality in California about the masks. But you know what? Speaking of concerts, you know, I just heard who's here is Cheap Trick. Oh. Remember Cheap Trick, Robin Zanders and. They're doing a tour. I think they're in Miami right now or Central Florida somewhere. Okay. Yeah. That's all I have on it. I don't have any news about the masks or not, but I don't know if they're in mm-hmm. some parts of Florida, they have masks and in some parts they don't. At my job, you know, at Spencer's, when I got my job, it was required for the cashiers to wear a mask. And by the time that I got, by the time that I went from my job interview to my first day of work, they said no more masks. So no I don't have masks. to. Yeah, no, not at work. It w- the day that I had my interview on a Friday, we had to wear masks for the whole four hours being at work. And on the day that I started my job on Monday, nobody was wearing a mask. And I came in in my mask and they're like, oh, we don't have to wear masks anymore. And then I was uh-huh. like, well, but it's like my first day at a retail job. I don't know you people. So I sort of like kept it in my pocket. You know what I mean? <coughs> By the end of the day, I mean, we sterilize everything every half hour. You know what I mean? And we have those giant plastic things in front of us, but I'm not, I'm not really that worried about COVID at this point. So you do the cashier? Well, I'm a, I'm a sales associate. All right. Part-time sales. So I have a four hour a day job for like three days a week. I think it's really cool. I haven't had Michelle, as long as you've known me, I've never had a job until now. I know this is the like big deal. And you've known me a lot. Well, the whole time you've known me, I've been injured. You know, like first I had a hernia, then I had another hernia, then I had something else, and then I broke my foot, then I had to quit the class. Every semester, I started the class. Okay, the RTVF class. (laughs) It's embarrassing. I took that class for probably 10 or 12 semesters, and I finished like three. 
<laughs> because every semester something happened. My father got sick. I broke my foot. I had a surgery. I had a hernia. The, they didn't have the class the next semester. So, you know, like it took me 10 years to take that class. <laughs> I still haven't finished the fourth one. I still have one more. Still one more. <laughs> yeah. But I have my own podcast now and it's listened to worldwide. So, so tell me some more. So tell me more about Motley Crue. So they're going to have no mass. They have three bands. What venue are they using? Four, four bands. Motley what? Crue, Death Leopard, Poison, and John Jet. It's going to be at Petco Park. Petco Park is outdoors. Yes, it is outdoors. Well, and you know what? Um, and they're coming. When are they coming? In the summer? It's summertime now. August 28th. Yeah, so that would be hot out. Yeah, so. It's yeah, I think like, it'd be fine. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully. Let's hope time, it's not. Every time they, they do the no mask and then, then there's no mask, it's like the rates go up. Like Yeah. Well, here's what, I, here's what I would worry about. I would not worry so much about, because so many people get over COVID now. I would not be so worried about how many people actually catch COVID as much as I would worry about how the government reacts to it. You know what I mean? Like I would not want to have the city shut down again because of a concert. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not even living in California anymore because I couldn't stand having not be able to go out of my house. Yeah. But instead of saying no mask mandate, they should say mask optional. That way some people. Oh yeah, then people could wear them if they felt. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, they don't have a mask mandate in Florida, but there's a decent amount of people that wear masks regularly, and yeah. I totally, you know what? In my opinion, if you and believe me, there's plenty of places I feel more comfortable wearing a mask than not. But I'm, I've always been. Even before COVID, I've been a little bit of a person who doesn't want slobber on me from somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, but, and I'm a little more conscious of it now than I was before because I don't know. But I, um, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people wear them. At Disney World, you have to wear them on indoor locations. But if you're outdoors in line, you don't have to. But as soon as you go inside, then you, you have, have to, to put it on. Yeah. And on yeah. the ride and unless the ride is outside, but sometimes the lines, there's like an outside part and then it goes inside and then it comes outside again. You uh -huh. know what I mean? The, the line during the inside part, you have to wear a mask. But anyways, what I was saying is that uh, in Florida, it's, it depends on where you are. You know what I mean? In Orlando, I'd say about 50% of the people still wear masks. And like, if you go South, in some places it's higher and some it's lower, depending if you're east or west or whatever. And um, and what I noticed, interestingly enough, who do you think wears the masks more? Older people or younger people? Um, who's younger more, people. Who's more susceptible to COVID? And older people. Right. And who wears the masks more? Younger people. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, well, it's kind of like a fashion trend too, you know. It's I have like I have noticed people that first of all, I met them when they were wearing a mask, and so I got used to only seeing them from here. They, yeah. And when they took off their mask, their like, teeth, who are you? the shape of their the shape of their mouth 
is completely different than how I visualized it. And I'm like, you know what, honey, put the mask back on. I'm Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. And I have also met people that like just don't want to take it off. Uh-huh. And not because they're afraid of COVID. It's because they got like, you know, they like the cherry <coughs> mask. They like the pattern or whatever. <coughs> it's interesting. It's going to see what well, it's going to divide people. I think it's going to divide people in half. Sorry about my cough. I have an incense going. Oh, you do? And yeah. We sell incense at Spencer's. Oh, you do? Incense and incense burners. Yeah. Well, I just, they, I just discovered this jumbo um, incense at the market down the street. Uh huh. And they're like huge. Really? And they, um, but they last quite a long while and they're better than the, uh, the little thin ones that just burn real fast, yeah. you know? Yeah, because I, I just, for some reason, there's a, a smell in my apartment since I moved in that really? I can't get rid of. Yeah. Have you tried essential oils? I love essential oils. Yes, I actually, I even have a uh, uh, diffuser. Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. I have them in every room. <laughs> yeah. I used, I used to burn incense all the time. <laughs> But I became very sensitive to the smokiness of it. And I started using essential oils a couple of years ago. I'm addicted to them. And when I moved into my house where I currently live, um, it smelled like somebody who lived here before was a smoker. And I'm a non-smoker and it really bothered me. And so what I did was I boiled vinegar in a pan of water until it steamed. Uh-huh. And the, the vinegar... You boil vinegar in a pan of water for approximately 10 minutes. Like just so you, a, add, you put water and then add vinegar? You boil water and then you add like a shot glass, like a half a cup or a quarter of a cup of vinegar. And you let it boil till it steams into the air, till the air kind of has a kind of a stingy vinegary smell to it. Yeah. Then you turn off the boil, move the, throw away the, pour out the water, and then go and open all your windows and, um, and what will happen is the vinegar will suck the smell out of the house. And then oh. on top of that, once that's done, then you can use like your incense or your essential oils and you'll put a new smell in. It's something oh. I learned when I moved into my house because I didn't want to pay. You could pay people to come in and take odors out of your house. And it costs like several hundred dollars or you could just oh, wow. go on. I went online and I looked it up. Take cat odors out, cigarette odors, any kind of, uh, you know, disgusting smells. You could use it with vinegar. Just okay. a little tip, household tip from the Fremlin show. Well, thank you. I think I will do that. You try it. What else you got on your topics? Let's talk about something else. Um, well, um, gas. Oh, my God. How much is gas? <laughs> How much is gas in California? Five uh 40 something or 580 something um, highway robbery you know how much it is what? here how yeah, much it's 420 oh lucky dog well california hit the highest uh highest price yeah yeah the highest cost and it's 188 a dollar 88 more than last year here but for some the hike is too much some chose to pump gas out of a pipe 
at a gas station are not seen by the camera, but they finally caught them and they apprehended these people. These people guys, are stealing gas? Yes, they, they took a, a, a one of those SUVs and they parked it in front of this, uh, like, you know how the sewer has a lid in the gas yeah. station? Uh -huh. And then they, they parked it on top of it. You mean they went into the actual gas holding tank below the pumps? They didn't go in. It's just a little hole, but they parked on top of it. And then they went, they obviously had a, like a trapdoor in the bottom of the van. <laughs> and then they opened the, the, the sewer like, you know, thing. And they took the lid off and there was a pipe open there. And You're they kidding. took it and they they sucked up like uh, hundreds of dollars worth of gas, like 20 gallons or so worth of gas. And they, they were clear, but you, you couldn't tell anything was going on. You could just see the car there. So they could they didn't know what was going on until they found gallons of gas missing, you know, and they finally caught on. Oh, know? my God. Yeah, they, 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 I wonder they, how you would I wonder how you would detect how much gas was missing out of a tank under the ground because because you match how much gas is gone from the machines. And uh, probably has how some much sort money, of how much money is in the cash register, you know, so like, did they get it from from the pump somehow or did they go into where when the when the when the gas is delivered to the gas station. They get a huge tanker truck that comes in and it has a long pipe that comes out of it and it goes into like a hole about this big in the ground. That's the hole they were pumping. And that gas goes out of. and that goes into an enormous holding tank under the ground. Uh-huh. That's what go. they that's where they went into. That's where they they wow. sucked that little hole. They put something in there and they sucked up all the gas, but they did it with a with a Van with no door on the bottom, like a hatch door in the bottom. Uh, wow, that's pretty. That's pretty clever. That's like a movie. Dude. That's like the kind of thing that the <laughs> call George Lucas. Hey, George Lucas, I got a movie idea for you. <laughs> you know, in Florida, everybody here complains about how high the gas prices are. But when I moved here in California, the gas prices were already four dollars, and when I got here, the gas prices were two dollars and thirty cents. And so everybody was complaining how high the gas is, how high the gas is. And I was just thinking, oh, well, I get a reprieve. You know what I mean? So uh -huh. now I'm paying the same price for gas that I was basically when I lived in California. But if I lived in California, I'd be paying a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. it's a for more affordable here. Yeah. I don't know why. We must have our own gas or something. And, you know, I guess or maybe like there's less. There's probably less taxes on it. And like, I guess, right, that, you know, the buses, you know, yeah. that maybe the rate are going to go up. I know that Lyft and Uber are thinking about. Um, They're going to have to. Uh, spiking but you guys have up. you guys have electric buses and, and um, you guys have uh, emission free buses. Yeah, they're mostly um, electric, aren't they? No, our buses. Yeah, I thought they were electric. No, I always remember the fumes. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm thinking of another, you know, you know what? Um, you know what, uh, Michelle, I've lived in so many cities. And at this point, my brain, sometimes I will remember something from one city, but in another city.
Yeah. You know, like I remember yeah. the I remember the buses from San Francisco, but I remember them in San Diego. You know what I mean? And I remember the buses in Rome, but I remember them in somewhere, you know, that I, that they weren't my, uh, my memories are like this mixed up thing, <laughs> you know, I'm sure that I'm a candidate for Alzheimer's. I'm sure that if you're my doctor and you're listening, keep an eye on me. So, yeah, actually I have multiple people keeping an eye on me. Oh, you mean it's not my job? Oh, yeah. You're, you're off the hook. Thank God. <laughs> I have local, I have local handlers. I call them handlers because it's a lot nicer than calling them attendees. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm under observation at any given time. I think that goes on. I think I'm under contract for several more years. Well, you know, thank God it's not me because if oh. it was me, we'd both be in trouble. Right. But I'm getting better. I'm getting much better. You know, I crossed. Yeah. The, I crossed. Like I was last time you talked to me. Remember how depressed I was? Yeah, I got out of it. You, yeah, you sound way better now. Yeah, you know what I did? I changed my mind. <laughs> no, what I did. This is okay. My doctor is counting the days. It's been about fourteen days since I've been officially, like, where I will tell you, no, I'm not depressed. And what happened was not Wednesday yesterday, but Wednesday two weeks before that. Every other uh -huh. Wednesday, I have a therapy session with a really, really good guy. And we, I was telling him, I go, I don't know how much longer I can be depressed. This is just hard on me. And he goes, well, we got to do something about it. What are you going to do? And I gave him this whole list of things I was going to do. And he said, well, how are you going to reinforce? I said, I go, I go, here's what I want. I go, can't you call me every morning at nine o'clock and just go over this list with me and remind me? Cause I'll just wake up and be all scrambled in the brain. And I'm the only one in my house that knows what I'm supposed to do. And if I forget, then who's here to remind me? And he goes, David, I can't call you every morning and be your mom for you. <laughs> he said, so what I, what I would like you to do is come up with a way. The Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. If you like listening to The Dave Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. For you to remind yourself all these things. Uh -huh. And so that the following day, which was a Thursday, it was two weeks ago from today, I made a podcast called the Pep Talk Podcast. And I okay. I did all the I I went on the pet on the podcast and I literally listed this is how I'm gonna get out of depression. I'm gonna do these things. And I'm going to use this podcast as something to listen to every morning so that I can be telling myself what to do. And if you're listening to my podcast and you're depressed, you can try it along with me. You know how I do my podcast, you know, mm -hmm. and it's because I pretend that there's people listening. So, um, you <laughs> know, <are>. I pretend <laughs> that I'm, but I pretend like that I'm talking directly to them. Oh, and I okay. said, so if you're listening to me right now, this is how I'm going to not be depressed. And I'll be checking in with you every day and telling you how I'm going. And so I did this podcast called the pep talk podcast. And I literally went over everything that I was doing that morning that I had went over with my therapist the day before in the order that I do it so that I would then the next day play it. And then my head would be right. Because you know that in the morning, when you wake up, you have 30 minutes to whatever goes into your head is going to color how your day goes the whole day. So if you wake up in the first 30 minutes and you're worrying about stuff, you're going to be nervous all day. 
if you wake up and you have 30 minutes, the sun comes into your room and there's a bird that flies onto your little finger and kisses you, you might have a different day. So you have 30 minutes to turn your head around in the morning. So I made a 30 minute podcast. So I played it the first day. I did everything I said I was going to do. I felt very good about it. And the next day I did another podcast called how to have a happy day. And I literally just did the same. Well, I went into like another level of the same things that I do. Like I went into like a more personal level on it. And, um, and, uh, and it turned out that I, after three days, I was able to look at my therapist and say, I'm not depressed now. And now since then I've gotten a job. I've gotten, I've started an acting class. I got turned on to a writing group that is uh, like writes plays and does 10 minute plays like what I used to do in San Diego. And I've had all of these things come tumbling on me ever since I was start, stopped being depressed. And so now I'm even, now I'm not only not depressed, I'm actually like excited. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like haven't felt excitement for a really long time because ever since the, ever since the, well, you know, there was first that incident that caused me problems. Then when I was just getting better from it came along COVID and then I broke my foot right when COVID was sort of, when people were getting allowed to move around again, I broke my foot. And then everything went downhill from there. You know, then my dad died and whatnot. But now, finally, I'm excited again. And when I'm excited, everything seems to happen. Good. Yeah. Good for so, you. So that's how I did it. And I've done, you know, basically my podcasts for the last two weeks have been about like, because, you know, I have restless leg syndrome and we had a change of time. Hey, what do you think? Speaking of the change of time, they're talking about making the time change permanent. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I saw that. Well, they've been know, saying they've been saying that for fifty years. I don't know. As long as it wouldn't, you know, damage anything, you know. I yeah. mean, why? Damage, why do they change it in the first place? I don't know. I don't know what the history of that is. I think it's a big pain in the butt. And, um, you know, I have restless leg syndrome and restless leg syndrome makes it extremely hard to fall asleep in a natural way. Cause I used to take a lot of medication for it, but I had to get off the medications, which is partially why I'm how I am. But, um, no, I have to time going to bed around when my legs are settled down. You know what I mean? Like there's a certain time of night when I just can't lay down. And then at a certain time of night, it kind of goes away and I can lay down at that point. And, but my legs don't tell time. They just go by, I don't know whether they go by the moon or there's so many variables to restless legs. Nobody knows. Everybody's restless leg syndrome is different. You know what I mean? Uh And, um, but for me, I discovered that I don't have restless legs in the morning at all. And I don't have it until about three o'clock in the afternoon. Then it starts to go like, every hour I get it for 10 minutes. And then every half hour I get it for 15 minutes. And then every 10 minutes, I get it for 20 minutes until about two o'clock in the morning. And then at about two 30, suddenly it goes away and I can sleep. But now two 30 is now three 30. So now I have to wait until three 30 to go to bed instead of two 30. Cause I can't go back an hour. Everybody else in the world, the clock goes 
an hour back. And so everybody goes to bed an hour earlier to make up for it, right? Uh-huh. Right? Because it was 10 o'clock. Now it's 11 o'clock. So everybody just goes, okay, I'll go to bed at what the clock says is 10 o'clock. Right. But not what my body says is 10 o'clock is still here. You know what I mean? Uh... The clock went, so most people, the clock, it goes like this. And then they, they still go to bed. They go like this. They go like that with the clock. You know what I mean? So when you're going, when you're going to bed now, you're going to bed at the same time that you went to bed before the time change, according to the clock. Uh So you went to bed at 10 o'clock. You're still going to bed at 10 o'clock, but the clock, what the clock says is 10 o'clock was nine o'clock. So it's harder to fall asleep. Right. Right. Okay. For me with restless leg syndrome, I can't do that. I can't go backwards and like just lay in the bed for another hour uncomfortable. I have to wait until the restless legs is over, which used to be two o'clock is now three o'clock because the clock. Uh, and that it's not a problem at night because who cares how long I stay up at night? The problem is that I used to wake up at 10 o'clock in the morning. Now it's 11 o'clock when I wake up uh, because the, the clock changed. I didn't change. Mm-hmm. And so that limits how many things I can get done during the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I, because I can't change the restless legs. I can only change the clock. <laughs> right. So for me, I would have preferred that they left it the other way and then kept it alone. You know right. what I mean? But yeah. As long as, you know, I don't have anything planned until two in the afternoon, I'm okay. <laughs> so why don't you send them a letter and tell them, change it one more time and leave it that way. I'll leave it the, on standard time. <laughs> Listen, if they listened to my opinion, it would have stopped years ago. It would have stopped but when I was yeah. 20. Anyway, the good news is that it yeah. stays. The good news is that it will stay light, stays light longer at night, you know? Yeah. So a lot of people like that. Yeah. I like it. I like it to stay late longer at night, too. But I like it to get dark early on Halloween. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. You like Halloween, huh? Yeah, I love it. Last year, I worked at the Halloween store for Halloween. It was such fun. I mean, it's nonstop work because you're just constantly ringing people up. But it's so exciting because people are buying costumes. Like nobody goes into the Halloween store to be in a bad mood. (laughs) You know what I mean? Nobody. (laughs) Nobody comes in there going, I'm going to be grumpy now. They come in there like, oh, it's Halloween. Let's look at Halloween stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's the same at Spencer's. Anyway. I think I've I've been in one before. Uh, did you say Mission Valley? Either Mission Valley or Fashion Valley. I can't remember. Yeah, I think I went in one with my daughter before. Yeah. When we had, it was across the way from the food place. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. And we were eating and then um, my mom wasn't done eating and me and my daughter didn't have anything to do. So we, we saw across the way and it was, uh, we saw masks and it was close to Halloween and we saw masks and stuff. So we said, yeah. Hey, let's go in there and look at that. And yeah. And they had all kinds of Halloween stuff in there and everything. Yeah. And- if you ever need a rubber chicken or plastic vomit <laughs> or, uh, or like, you know, fake goth jewelry or nose piercing, <laughs> Or like, you know, edible massage oil or <laughs> something like that. Or t-shirts. You could come into all my the shop. Time. Oh, all yeah, the every time. Every day. 
it's so weird explaining stuff like that to people that are like, oh, is are the edible lubricants safe? I'm like, safe for? Uh, anyway, I don't want to talk about it. So one more topic and then I have to go. What else you got okay. on your plate? Um, actually, um, have you looked up the SDS radio uh, no. website? No, I haven't. Is it all new and refreshed? Well, no, actually there's this, this 93.3 uh, DJ on there that is, he, he's like, um, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. SDS radio. Yeah. Let's see what happens. It's like strange. I don't know why he's on there. But... Oh, I'm still getting the uh, student links one. Remember we had a student one? Yeah, it's the student one. Okay, what is it? SDS radio, radio. dot org? No. Yeah. Dot org? I think, I think it was dot org. Let's check it out. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Okay, so what am I looking for? Squeak Nutty Bug 93.3. Oh, they still have James Call. And they still have um, Lady Sadie. Okay, I got the schedule, the times. Where do I go for the homepage? It's giving me the show. To, I don't know how to navigate this page. I'm sorry, Michelle. Just tell me the story. Uh, well, no, actually, I've just, just um, ever since, you know, ever since Scott, um, you know, Scott's class yeah. has been gone um you know i really miss it a lot so they don't have the, the they don't have there they don't have that anymore actually it's the other class i think it's 141 uh-huh so there's no live radio class there's only yes there's there is a class but they do um it's a class that does radio news uh-huh um, and it goes on the air and it works with uh, City Times. Okay. And, um, but also uh, there's uh, on the, on the page, there's, um, uh, they also do podcasts. Yeah, you should in just, that class. you should just start doing your own podcast. It's incredibly easy. Yeah, well. I'm focusing more on writing. I want to do okay. writing more than, you know, but okay. yeah, I also, I, I did a podcast one time, but um, I don't know. That's a good idea too. Yeah. You know, I try to do it every day, but I don't always get to it. I yeah. try to do it as part of my morning routine as like, cause I just have my whole setup right here in my dining room and I just try to come out here and do it you know, while I'm thinking of things fresh in the day. And I kind of, I used to talk a lot about like sort of political things and sort of a little more controversial and edgy. And then I shifted over to talking about restless legs a lot. And I got a huge audience from people that are suffering from restless legs and want to get off the medications like I did. Uh -huh. And since that's such a horrible journey, um, the restless legs medications are a nightmare. And it's a really long journey to become sane after that. And I started talking about that for about the last year. And I have developed a really huge audience that when I talk about restless leg syndrome, they all want to know. 
And when I veer off into my sort of political opinions about stuff, I drop people drop off. So I try to lately, I've just been keeping it sort of psychology based. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do interject my political opinions about things because I can't help it. You know, things like gas and the, you know, COVID-19 is almost in every topic. And because COVID changed my whole life, you know. Yeah, I know. It, it didn't change. It, it didn't do you change. Think, do you think it's ever going to go back to the way it was? No. Yeah. I don't think it will. I think we are permanently changed. And I think that there are some places that will change, that will be more normal than others, which is why I'm in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, Florida seems almost normal. And I think San Diego has taken a lot of damage and it will take a long time to repair it. So what really happened to me was damage between me and other members of my family. You know, COVID really put a divide between me and my family based on how we wanted to take care of ourselves during the pandemic. You know what I mean? Uh, I had some family members that, well, I had a broken foot during most of the time and I was very limited in what I could do. And I had a difficult time getting people in my family to want to be available for me. And I was uh, very hurt by them. I don't want to go into it. There's been about 60 podcasts where I've talked about it. And I just decided I had to go somewhere else where I could do things a different way. And at that time, Florida was wide open and California was wide closed. And I thought, well, if I'm gonna get away from my family, I'm gonna have to be able to do things by myself. I better go where I can do things. You know what I mean? Wow. But I did. That was a big step for you, wasn't it? Yes, and I spent almost a whole year being depressed. And then my father died at the end of that. And then I pulled myself out of it. So now I'm in a better place. But where I was going with that whole story was that I started doing my podcast first thing in the morning, you know, like so that I will not have my head clouded with different. It's really hard when I have a million things and I'm trying to talk about everything rather than when I just wake up and I know the thing I want to talk about. And then I talk about it and then I focus different. I, I like it better when you and I do a thing because we can talk to, we can go free form and we can have some topics and. You know what I mean? We can sort of move around, but okay. it's a, a lot harder to do it alone. Well, let's do it again sometime. I think we should. I think we should keep doing these. This, what's the next holiday? Easter. Yeah, Easter. Let's do, but let's do it this way. Instead of doing it on Easter, because then I have to release it on Easter, which mm -hmm. is then I have to edit it and release it like in five minutes flat. Let's do it like a couple days before Easter so that I can then have it released on Easter. Okay, sounds good. You know good. what I mean? Because this is not going to be released until tonight. And then tonight it will be too late for it to be St. Patrick's Day. Uh -huh. The snakes will have already left Ireland. <laughs> can you believe? Where, who, where did I hear that? Has anybody ever heard that story before? I've never heard it. About snakes being driven from I, and if you never... if you would if we were doing our show at SDS like a couple of years ago and it was St. Patrick's Day and you would have said to me what is St. Patrick's Day all about I would have said what's well, the day that St. Patrick drove the snakes out of Ireland and I would have said it <laughs> with such absolute certainty I would have said it like oh of course that doesn't everybody know that and you would have said to me who the hell ever told you that where the hell did you hear that before 
And I'd still be saying, it's when they drink green beer. Green beer, it's insulting. <laughs> and I was so excited because I was going to look up St. Patrick's Day and I was going to find the story about the snakes. And I couldn't find it anywhere. I could find no story about snakes being driven out of Ireland. Oh, brother. I must have dreamed it or must have been a cartoon that I saw at Disneyland or something. I don't even know. I don't know. Anyway. Okay, I'm going to go now because I have another appointment. Okay. But it was really, really great talking to you. And I will text you as soon as I have this thing released. Okay, great. I don't think I need to go back and edit anything out. I think I just need to put in my front and my back. Because I, okay. I think we had a very, there's nothing edit needs to be taken out. Well, it's up to you, Dave. We didn't pause. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michelle, it's good to talk to you. Okay, same If you here. see anybody that you think I know, tell them I said hi. Okay, I will. Okay, bye. Bye. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.